And welcome into another installment of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast, the podcast that gets a kid's perspective on sports. I'm Scott. We've got Derek across the way. Derek, here we are, mid-November, lots of sports going on. Oh, yeah, we're here in the winter sports season. we got a lot of winter sports up and at them now. Well, we don't know what's going to happen because they're still just getting started, but who knows? We, we'll still see them until, like, March. Of course, uh, as many a coach will put and many a smart fan will put, championships aren't won at this time, but uh, your chances could be significantly hindered depending on what you do. Hey, next week is Thanksgiving. What are you looking forward to on the Thanksgiving table? Pretty much just anything on the table, mostly the stuffing, the turkey, etc. The list goes on of things I'm looking forward to on the table. Bob, but you got you got to tell us exactly what you you want. I know everybody wants everything that's on the table, but there's got to be some favorites. All right, ooh, that's a tough one. I'm gonna say probably the stuffing is my favorite thing on the table. You like the boxed stuffing or mommy's stuffing? To be honest, I do like the box stuffing more. So, so what do you, what do you want us to do? Do the box stuffing or do the uh, the mommy stuffing? Because it is Thanksgiving. Ooh, uh, let's do, you us do the box Thanksgiving this, the box, why did I say box Thanksgiving? I meant box stuffing. Uh, so you have to remind us to do that uh, this weekend when we're shopping for the Thanksgiving stuff. And of course, the pies, what pies are you going to want? Ooh, chocolate pie, pumpkin pie, hmm, maybe an apple pie would be nice. And I think mommy's going to try a Snickers pie. Now, that one's definitely going to be an interesting one. And, of course, I know this weekend you and I aren't hunters. Uh, do you know any friends that are uh, going out hunting this weekend, the, uh, the gun opener for deer hunting season? There aren't really many people at school that have been talking about that, but I know a few people that will probably be going to that. And uh, you and I will uh, have uh, your sister's gymnastics competition at the Eau Claire Indoor Sports Center, and we wish her the best of luck. Yeah, best of luck to her. All right, what do you want to talk about this week? I know you want to keep it to the ice this week, so where are we starting? So this week we're sticking to the ice. we got the NHL and some Blue Golds hockey. Let's start off with the NHL. Let's start off with just how the New Jersey Devils have been playing. They are just on a roll. Can't be stopped. 11 straight in a row. Started off the season to a slow start, but turned it around pretty much right away. Went to a 2-3 and three record. Well, now we see it's 13-3. and three. This could be a good season. And I know they got a number of those wins on, on a West Coast trip, which is always daunting for any team. Uh, how are they doing this? Mostly just with all of the players. It's just not one player that's been scoring all the goals. Everybody's been getting in. You got some of the rookies have been getting in, getting some points. And, yeah, it's just even the defense have been getting in there. Everybody's just pitching in. And it's amazing what New Jersey's doing because you always hear about goaltending and the goaltending situation with the Devils is in, uh, is in flux. What else do you have? Well, we've already touched on this numerous times. The Boston Bruins, 14-2, and two, an even better record than the New Jersey Devils. They, I mean, they just can't be stopped. They've got a 10-game home winning streak, but not quite as impressive as an 11-game 
winning streak just straight up. But still, a 10-game home win streak to start the season is still very impressive to see from an NHL squad. So, yeah, that's one thing to really look out for is their home play. So far to start this season from the Boston Bruins, and Linus Olimark, the Boston Bruins goaltender, has all already has 11 wins this season in 16 games. Those are just unreal stats. To see this early in the season, you've got a goalie with 11 wins and a team with 14 and only two losses. Again, you've got the Devils with 13 wins and three losses after an 11-game win streak. We already touched on that. Well, let's head over to the Wild. They're going into a game against the Penguins without Marc-Andre Fleury. And without Marc-Andre Fleury, they might have a bit of an issue being the Penguins are a very good offensive team with Sidney Crosby and all those players, this could be a bit of a challenge for them. All right, you got uh, maybe one more minute on the NHL if you have anything else. Well, let's touch on, let's see, let's touch on, let's go back to just the Devils play. I mean, I can't stop talking about, I'm just stunned with the 11-game win streak. Most of the West Coast on a West Coast trip for an East Coast team, that's very difficult, especially with an East Coast team against a West Coast team. The West Coast challenge is definitely the hardest part of the year. You got because now you're playing teams you don't normally play, and this is definitely and it's more of a challenge. You got teams from the other conference, so you don't really notice them because you're not up against them in the standings. So, yeah, that's a bit more of a challenge. And there really wasn't much expected. I know not a lot of people follow the NHL very closely, but the uh, the Devils were not uh, pr- predicted to do this uh, quite yet. All right, what did you want to do locally? Uh, I know you wanted to keep it to the ice locally as well. Yeah, blue-gold hockey is underway. Let's start with the men's team 2-2 two and two in non-conference game, all of them non-conference. They're 2-0 and at home, 0-2 on the road. So they've won both of their home games to start this season, but have lost both of their road games. They started off 2-0 and with two games at home and then turned around and went the other way in the away matches, falling to 0-2-2-2 falling to and 2 at 500 to start off the season. You know, this... It's still early in the season, but sitting at 500 is definitely an okay spot to be at early in the season. Again, this is still non-conference play. We aren't into conference yet, but still, you do want to win these non-conference games. Well, continuing on with that, even with the 2-2 record, they are averaging 2.75 goals per game with that team. Again, the Blue Gold coach has definitely put together a good, a good squad this year, I'd say. Not quite a great squad, but there's still a lot to improve on. You looking forward to getting to any games? Yeah, I do have plans to attend. There are two games coming up this weekend. I'm planning on attending the game on Saturday. There's a game on Friday and Saturday of this week, upcoming weekend at the time of this recording. So we don't know the results of those at the time of this recording. 
being they haven't taken place. Well, we'll see how that uh, that goes this weekend for the, the Blue Golds. Any players standing out for you? It's too early in the season to figure out who's really standing out on the Blue Golds. Of course, with the women, there is not the automatic berth. It all comes down to the rankings and the pairwise. So their game against River Falls this weekend, oh, so important. And then for the men, a little different than in years past, there is the automatic berth in the NCAA tournament with the WIAC. That is new as of this year. That adds importance to conference games. I mean, Derek, the, the Blue Golds won the WIAC championship last year, but Let's be honest, did anybody outside of the program care? Because they didn't go to the NCAA tournament even with that title last year. Yeah, honestly, though, they made it all the way they won it, and they didn't even make it into the NCAA tournament. I mean, you t- to do all that work to win the to win the WIAC and not even make it into the NCAA tournament, that's a bit disappointing. It was an early season swoon that got them last season. You, know, you and I were at the season opener a couple of weeks ago, a thrilling win, and it's it's always a lot of fun to go to those games. Yeah, that game was definitely a fun one. The Blue Golds went down 2 nothing, came back, tied the game 2-2, then went down 3-2, tied the game back up. Game goes now into overtime. Again, no scoring in the first period, so... It's, this is all taking place in the second and third periods. In overtime, the Blue Golds put one in the back of the net and win that one. That game was definitely a thriller to see. Former Chippewa Steel Connor Smool with the game winner in that overtime decision. All right, Derek, Thanksgiving coming up next week. Let's all uh, eat very well. And uh, Anything else you got to, to add in? I got nothing else to add. That'll do it for this week's edition of the Let the Kids Play Sports Podcast. Making sure you and your loved ones can live comfortably in the future starts with choices you make today. At RBC Wealth Management, they can help you make the right choices in using the assets you've built up over a lifetime. Whether it's leaving something for your loved ones, enjoying your own retirement, or giving to a favorite charity, RBC Wealth Management will help you plan for the coming years and the coming generations. Call the Quigley Group at the Eau Claire office of RBC Wealth Management at 715-858-7788 to see how they can help. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC, member NYSE, FINRA, SIPC.